and welcome back to the Redbeard Outdoors podcast. I am Jonathan, your host, and here at Redbeard Outdoors, we talk about faith, family, fitness, and the outdoors. The reason being that people that I have looked up to, have celebrated with, have known, and continually have success in their lives incorporate these four principles into their life in some form or fashion. And I'm on that journey of becoming successful and maintaining success in my life for me and my family, I want to share that with you as well. And so due to that, I've got an awesome podcast for you guys today. And I got to have a great conversation with Nathan from All In. All In is a digiscoping company that just launched. And they are one of two that I am testing right now and providing feedback because I love doing that. That's something that I kind of nerd out about. I love seeing people like Nathan from All In having a problem and not just complaining about it, but going and finding a solution to the problem and from their point of view. And that's why, again, I've got two that I'm testing, but All In uh, was gracious enough to hop on the podcast with me. Uh, I say All In, but Nathan from All In. And I'm going to share that conversation with you today because he has an awesome story. Before we get into that, I do want to give a shout out to our show sponsors and partners. Of course, First Form and First Form Outdoors. If you haven't joined the First Form Outdoors group, go join the page over on Facebook. The link is down below, guys. Any of the, the people that I shout out right now, remember the links are down below so you don't have to memorize them or go look them up. Just scroll down, click the link, and boom, you're there. So go to First Form Outdoors, join the group. Great individuals, awesome people, amazing company, U.S. company and uh, the best supplements on the market. So if you need that, if not, just go join the community over at First Form Outdoors. Of course, Alpenfuel and Heather's Choice, they're the best meals, meal options for your backcountry adventures this, I guess, fall, summer, and then winter if you're into late season hunting and, and snowshoeing, etc. Go get the best meals on the market through Heather's Choice and Alpenfuel. Uh, go check out the links down below, save some money. Kafaru, if you are backpacking or hunting, you need to go grab a Kafaru pack. Best packs on the market, uh, Kafaru International. They are just great for packing meat, packing weight, or if you just want to have a comfortable backpack that will serve you in multiple different ways. Great uh, customizability, if that's a word. And uh, go, go check out kafaru.net. And of course, a recent partner of the show, Black Ovis. At blackovis.com, you can find everything from the best optics on the market all the way to boots. I rock the crispy boots. Um, again, optics, you can go get Vortex, Leopold, whatever it may be over there. Uh, you can get some clothing. You can get just tons of gear. It's a smorgasbord of gear over there at blackovis.com. Go give them a, a peek and see if that's something that you're interested in. Of course, Affect Beard Oil. They've been with me since I got started here. They're just an amazing local company that provide awesome beard oils and beard butters. Uh, I recommend that anyone that has facial hair get at least the beard oil because it will help moisturize the skin underneath to get rid of the itch. Go check out Affect Beard Oil at affectbeard.com. And last but not least, Absolute Aid. Absolute Aid CBD chewables are a great option for after having hard workout. Uh, that's what I use it for. Other people use it for calming, anxiety, relief, etc. Uh, go check out the different formulas that they have. They also have a topical cream that you can rub in uh, if you're having some issues with 
joints or muscles, whatever it may be, go check out Absolute Aid CBD over at absoluteaid.com. Now, without further ado, here is the awesome conversation that I had with Nathan, the person who created the brainchild of All In. O-L-L-I-N dot C-O. If you want to go check it out, it's All In and All In Company. Here we go. All right, everyone. I've got an awesome guest here uh, today. We have Nathan Goodworth. Nathan is the creator of All In Digiscoping. And uh, so I'm going to let you introduce yourself a little bit better there, Nathan. Um, we just barely met up at TAC. And uh, you've got a great idea here, and I'm real interested in sharing it with my podcast audience. So uh, who are you? And and let's get started there. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for having me on. And yeah, it was fun to fun to sit out and chat, get to know each other a little bit more at TAC. And um, first thing I you know noticed about Jonathan was a nice red beard, and then I saw his logo on his Instagram, and it's 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 pretty easy to not get him confused with anybody else now that I've got the two connected. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm 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 Nathan Goodworth, uh, founder of All In. Um, launched the company just under three weeks ago. Actually, uh, been something we've been working on for a couple of years now, but finally we're able to get it to market. Got. An, an incredible product, a really exciting team behind it. Um, that's one of the things I'm most excited about. And yeah, uh, products shipping now. People are starting to receive the product, and it's been cool to see uh, the response from from other people besides those who had been testing some of our early, earlier prototypes. And yeah, excited to be here and share more of the story. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I appreciate you carving out time because we were chatting about this before the podcast. But you've got a baby on the way. Do any day. Like, you know, yeah, if you rush out of here now, so <laughs> yeah, if you rush out of here because she goes into labor, like go for it, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's more, you can't be like, oh, will if it happens. <laughs> it's like, babe, hold on an hour, just one hour. Just give me, <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, not going right. to work. Um, but that's cool. So you got, you got a baby on the way, you've got kids already, um, and you're launching a company and how old are you? 31. Thir so you're only a year older than me. I'm 30. Yeah. So that that's crazy to you know you've got all those the balls rolling and how does a how does an Idahoan potato guy go from that to uh, you know creating one of these awesome uh, you know the digiscope that you have? Yeah, so uh, so yeah, being from Southeast Idaho, you know, I feel super fortunate because we're surrounded by a lot of public land, a lot of beautiful mountain ranges. Um, and I just grew up just super passionate about the outdoors. Um, my dad, he grew up in a a family of 10 siblings, so eight brothers and two sisters. And they literally used to hunt to just, you know, they, they'd hunt to eat. Um, that's, that's what they, they, they survived off of for the year. They go out and hunt mule deer and, um, fill their tags and they, you know, eat off that food that was in the freezer for, for the rest of the year. And I was fortunate that out of all the 10 siblings, my dad was one of the only ones that actually like really enjoyed doing it and didn't see it just as like a job. <laughs> And so he got me, you know, involved in the outdoors at a super young age and um, fell in love with the outdoors. And, and the way this whole idea came about was because I was um, I was actually I drew out on a once in a lifetime bighorn sheep hunt here in Idaho. And it was like the first time in my life I took digiscoping like super serious. Like before I'd use other adapters, I had done digiscoping just kind of as like, you know, I'd occasionally throw it in my pack. It was fun to go back and watch videos and pictures. But it wasn't something I was, I felt like I was utilizing the way it needed to be utilized. And so anyways, I was on this once in a lifetime bighorn sheep hunt and hunting deer and elk my whole life. Like 
I've learned to be able to judge, you know, different sizes and an elk and a deer, but bighorn sheep, it was a completely new experience. And so I knew I had to capture as much content as I possibly could, whether it was pictures or videos. And there was one particular trip. I was with my dad and a couple of brothers and we were 10,000 feet in elevation and, you know, clear back in there, a lot of miles, um, the Lost River mountain range is the, the, the area we were hiking and glassed up a really big ram. And um, right after we glassed it up, I pulled my spotting scope out and was fumbling around with a different digiscoping adapter that I had. And by the time I finally got the thing connected, like the the ram, like walked behind the trees out of sight and just didn't have that footage that I needed to be able to compare it with others. And he was a big ram. Um, and so anyways, that's where the frustration started. And I, I have a business background. I've always been passionate about little side hustles. And so a couple of months after that, I, you know, drew up this idea of a magnetic digiscoping adapter. And, you know, after I drew that concept up, I felt like I needed to do something about it. And so one day at a time, went through a lot of prototypes, a lot of work, but finally developed something that I was super excited with and put a team behind it. And now here we are. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That is a, you know, it seems like some of the best ideas out there come out of frustration, you know, finding, and then the people that actually go out and, and make a change rather than sitting back and you could have just folded your arms and be like, man, that sucks. You know, it could have, cause you still, you still tagged out. Right. But it wasn't on that same Ram. Yeah. Um, got it. Got a good Ram here. I'll even show it to the, to the listeners so they can see, see a peek. There you go. It's my buddy sitting in the office. So yeah, he's actually a really good Ram. My goal is to get a 170 plus Ram. And I think this one went like 173. Okay. But the one that I had glassed up, he was pushing 180. Like he was a, he was a, yeah, he was a, he was a solid ram. Um, but you know, didn't get that good content of him. So yeah. who knows? Maybe I'm lying. Maybe he was only 160. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah, looked at over a hundred. We looked at a lot of sheep over that, the course of that year between scouting and hunting. And mm -hmm. he was definitely, he was big. He was bigger in this one for sure, but yeah, I'm obviously super happy with what I got. So can't yeah, he's, he's giving you the side eye right now. Like, Hey man, come on. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and not many people even get to hunt that, you know, hunt bighorn sheep. So I shouldn't exactly. be complaining at all. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I've found um, some, you know, some deadheads and, and things like that um, uh, throughout the years of hiking and uh, in the South, you know, Southern portion of Utah, and it, they're they're big. It's cool to see. Um, maybe one day I'll I'll get out and hunt that. I want to get my fill of elk and deer right now. But um, that's that sounds like an awesome hunt, especially because you grew up in the outdoors out here west. Um, you know, so going back to the whole idea of you found a problem, you had a frustration, and you didn't just let it go. You didn't just want to sit back and complain about it. You didn't want to become the old man that just complains about his back, but never does anything. You know, you, right. you actually went out and you were like, okay, I'm going to draw this up, but tell the story a little bit more. Uh, you know, I've heard you on another podcast when this originally launched, um, that podcast came out as well. Uh, but tell, tell the story a little bit more in depth. Pretend Eric is here kind of prodding you to tell the whole story. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. So I guess there, there's, there's really two big parts of the story, right? There's how how the product idea came about, which I just shared a little bit about. And then, you know, why is our company all in and how did that come about, right? Um, and so, yeah, back to the sheep hunt, there was a lot of frustrations there. Um, that frustration was fresh in my mind. And this always sounds super weird when I share this, but like, it was like a couple of months later, I literally had a dream that I was like working on some product. And I woke up the next morning 
And I couldn't remember the details, but my mind was just like innovation mode. And I work from home. So I walked into my office, like still in the underwear, sat down and grabbed a piece of paper and thinking about that frustration frustration, and then having that, you know, the innovation wheels turning from the dream. I, I literally drew up this, this little design on a piece of paper that was a digiscoping adapter. And I had like arrows pointing to it, like where magnets would go. And I remember drawing and I looked at I, I picked it up and lifted it up. You know, I actually might have it right here. This will be the first time anybody sees the original drawing. So your listeners should feel should feel honored. Oh, let's see. Yeah, this was one of my first drawings was right here. So those little circles you're seeing on there are the magnets. And then I started to get into some real serious engineering, you know, drawing some real serious lines. Um, yeah. But I remember that the funny thing was, I remember picking the paper up and I just had this strong impression, like, do something about this. Like, don't let this just be on an idea that sits on a piece of paper. And um, my background, I, 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 my background actually is business. I've always loved side hustles. Like I mentioned before, when I was going to school, I started a window washing carpet cleaning business and that transitioned into a tv and internet retail business here in southeast idaho and was doing all of that um, and then one of the things i felt like i was kind of lacking during that experience was the ability to network outside of just southeast idaho i'm from a small town right and so i started networking with different people um, connected with an entrepreneur from utah who had started and sold multiple companies just had a really good reputation for being a good guy and also just you know, very successful entrepreneur and um, networking with him, I was actually brought on, this was five years ago, into another new business idea called Sign Glasses. Um, and this was completely unrelated to the outdoor space, but it was essentially this technology that was born where a deaf and hard of hearing person could put on a pair of glasses and actually see a live sign language interpreter in the glasses. So there was a prototype and a patent but nothing else was ready. And so I got brought in and I was responsible to do like all the early business development. I wasn't getting paid like any money because I was trying to earn equity in this, this business. Right. And so that fortunately grew quite a bit. We've got like, there's like 18, 20 full-time employees now, um, cash flow positive. We got the techno technology to a position where um, we could actually sell it to consumers. Um, and, Anyway, so that's kind of some of my business background. And it got to the point where after I went through all of those early business development stages, I had transitioned into sales and was kind of doing the same thing over and over and over. And I'm the type of person that when I feel like I'm stuck in a rut and like I'm doing the same thing every day, like I go crazy. And so that happened to be the same time this idea came about. And so I was like, OK, I've got to figure out how to do this. So then it was like, OK, how do I take this product now? and go and validate it in the marketplace. And so the first thing I had to do was figure out how to 3D print a, a prototype. And so I went through hours of doing all of that, got a prototype ready. And then I started talking to people like you, Jonathan, and people who hunt or who have been out and done digiscoping. And every single time I went out and started sharing kind of my story and frustrations, everybody had the same stories. Like everybody's been there where they've been on that hunt or they've been on a scouting trip. They saw this animal, they were trying to get set up and they were just fumbling and just didn't like, you know, messing around with it. And so 
the more I started validating the product, the more I started taking things pretty serious. And so I'm still working a nine to five job during this whole time, bootstrapping everything. So all the 3D printing, all the hours in the evenings, burning the midnight oil on the weekends, like that's just all on top of my other job. Um, but fortunately, you know, I, I've got a friend who's a really good engineer. He was helping me sharpen the design and I was telling him like, here's what I want to do. And he could actually go into my CAD files and fix some stuff for me. Um, but then it was just going through that whole process of how do I figure out manufacturing? How do I figure out fulfillment? How do I figure out patents, trademarks, setting up the LLC and all that business stuff. And as I was going through that process, I came to another spot where I was like, okay, I feel like we validated the product. I know people are going to buy it, but what else do we want to accomplish with, with this business, right? Like what other long-term goals and visions do I have? And I'm just that type of person, you know, just learning more about you, very similar mindset where driven more by purpose and vision rather than just like, you know, temporary, you know, rewards, whether that's yeah, money just or selling whatever. something. Yeah, exactly. More than just selling something. And so um, I was as I was going through this part process, I, you know, I just felt the need to really assemble a really strong team behind this before I launched. So I actually have had product ready to sell for a lot of months now, but I knew I only got one chance to launch. You only get one time to launch a new business. And so I want to do it the right way. And so um, through a lot of networking and stuff like that, I got in touch with some of the folks that, you know, you know, Eric, uh, Jordan and Casey Harborson, who are former uh, co-founders of, of Mountain Ops um, and uh, just <clears throat> formed this team together. And then uh, after that, it was OK, what can we do to prepare for launch? Right. And so I'm sitting down at my house like products, solid, working extremely well. It's ready to sell. And I'm trying to come up with a good company mission statement and a long-term vision and trying to come up with a company name. Uh, the product was actually going to be called MagScope. And so anybody that's ordered this first iteration, you're going to see it in your box. And Jonathan actually just received his today. So yep. <laughs> strategically placed podcast here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Um, so that was, that was going to be the name of the product and the company, but then we just felt like we wanted to do more with it than than just have just this one product and, and be done. And so um, how All In came about was after writing down, you know, some mission statements or some long-term goals that I had, I was reading this book called Aspire. Um, it's a book by a man named Kevin Hall. Um, he's traveled the world, uh, learning all these different words and um, how these words influence our lives. And so each chapter he talks about like a specific word. It's like one of the words like namaste. And he talks about like what that means in their culture and what that can mean to us. And one of the words that was in that book that I was reading was all in, O-L-L-I-N. And it's an ancient Aztec word. Um, when a big storm or earthquake would shake the earth, these Aztecs would yell and scream in urgency this word all in. And it literally translates into moving and acting with all of your heart right now. And after I read that definition, it was just like, it clicked. I was like, that's the same thing I felt after I drew up that first prototype, like move, do something with it. And then I started reading more about the word. And also it's on the Mexica sunstone and also signifies the moment when somebody becomes aware of what they can become. So somebody actually realizes like their potential. 
And I was like, this is exactly what I'm trying to do with this, with this business is, you know, really connect people to their passions and help them move and act and, and chase something they're passionate about and, and help people see like through hopefully my example, even though it's not perfect in any way that you don't have to have a bunch of money. You don't have to have a bunch of resources. If you've got the passion, the work ethic, you can turn something, an idea on a piece of paper into something pretty awesome. And so that's where All In came about. And that's where, um, that's what I'm most excited about. Like the product's incredible, but I think there's going to be other things that we can do with this platform to just really help motivate and inspire others. So I'm pretty pumped about that. Yeah, no, definitely. I, I, I love that story. I, I love the word. And that goes to show guys out there that are aspiring to be entrepreneurs, read, read books, actual books. <laughs> read them or listen to audiobooks. There's no excuse nowadays yeah. with all the resources we have. Exactly. I'm not a big reader, but I uh, I love audiobooks. And I was actually, yeah, I was doing both. I was reading and listening to the audiobook on that when that happened. So yeah, yeah there's some, there's some books that are better read, like, so you can take notes. And then there's other ones that are definitely good for listening to. Um, like just a prime example, recently hearing uh, Endure by Cameron Haynes. Um, listening to him read his own book and his own story and hearing his emotion whenever he gets to certain chapters. That's one of those ones you want to hear on audible. Um, but there's other ones like this one that you were saying that, you know, it, it hits different hearing the word in your own head, like what you were saying, you know, where, where it just clicked. And so, and definitely if, if anyone pulls anything from this and you want to be an entrepreneur, go read books. <laughs> it yeah, helps. Sure. But, uh, but I, I love that. I love that you, you had the scope to no pun intended there, but you know, mm -hmm. that you had the idea and scope of, I don't want to do this temporarily. I don't want to be pigeonholed into just digiscoping, um, or even just scoping with a phone on a, on a scope, you know, you want to be able to expand that to other things you mentioned, um, you know, cameras and other things, and also, you know, just other products in general, not just digiscoping. And so I think that's really cool. Um, cause you know, I have that same, same idea of, I just want people to get outside more. Um, right. and I think the least, uh, you know, the less barriers that they encounter, like with this product and we'll go over, I'm going to do an actual install here since I got it today and show people a little bit about how it works, but, um, if, eliminating barriers, you know, like the frustration of having to hook up a digiscope to your, to your scope or your binos or whatever. And, uh, and missing that moment, um, can some people will leave that and say, you know what, screw it. I'm done. Like, you know, and they, there's people like that out there. So eliminating those barriers, I think is, is awesome. And it's cool that you had that vision and, and you acted on it. Yeah. 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 And I, uh, I, uh, I didn't start getting into like technical hunting gear until just like a handful of years ago and I shared this a little bit in the other podcast too but I just I fell in love with the the, the founder of Kuyu um, Jason Harrison and just because of the way he educated me on technical gear but just like I just felt like the guy was always being so authentic so real and when you're listening to his stuff you know kind of like right now you feel like you're sitting in the same room with him right like he's mm -hmm. a buddy and his vision to just like always be innovating that relentless innovation that he always preached like I wanted that to be one of like our key pillars here at here at all in and so those are stuff that takes a lot of hard work it takes the right team and it takes a long-term vision and and so um he's one of the ones that really like he's, he's been one of the ones that really inspired me on all of that too so yeah yeah and I, I didn't know much about him uh honestly because I didn't grow up 
with Kuyu and, and gear like that. So um, when I did find out about his passing, I was like, why are so many people so upset? Like it's, it sucks. Right. But getting to know and listening to his stuff, I was like, ah, okay. That makes sense. He was one of those people that it wasn't a brand for him. It was, it was more than that. It was more like a vision and, and uh, something that he wanted for everyone, whether you wore Kuyu gear or not. Um, and so that was, was one awesome. of the pioneers, man. It was awesome. Definitely yeah. one of the pioneers. I mean, obviously heavily involved with Sitka too and what that's become and, you know, Kuyu and Sitka, some of the biggest ones out there, not to say there are not other tons of incredible companies out there, but yeah, just that mindset he had was, was super unique. I felt like. No, definitely. Definitely agree with that. 100%. So let's, let's talk a little bit about, you know, the outdoors because we've talked about the product and we'll circle back around to that and, and do the install and show people a little bit more about it. Um, but what attracts you so much to the outdoors? I know, you know, you said you, your, your dad brought you up. Luckily your dad was one of the the siblings that actually enjoyed being out there. Um, but you know, it's just like with anything else, your parents can bring you into stuff and even drag you along sometimes. And then as soon as you move out of the house, you're like, whoo, I'm done. I don't have to do that anymore. Uh, you know, that obviously wasn't it for you. So what, what attracts you to the outdoors so much? Yeah. I think one of the biggest things for me is just like the unknown aspect of it. Like you never know what you're going to find. You never know what you're going to experience until you're out there doing it. And so like, you know, I, especially as we're getting close, like the hunts are about to start, right? Like, like my mindset is like, you know, what's going to happen on some, I drew a couple of late muzzleloader tags. I've got one in one, a limited entry in Utah and then a limited entry in, in New Mexico for elk. And I'm just like wondering, you know, what, what am I going to experience on that hunt? What am I going to see? Um, that's like one of the big things for me. And then just like, just the grind and work that goes into trying to figure it all out. I am not the best hunter and I will, I will happily admit that to anyone, but just, I, I, I will continue to work super hard at it. And that feeling of, of unknown and not knowing what's going to happen. Um, when I'm out there trying to accomplish something, I just love that. And I just feel like I've learned so many like life lessons by trying to pursue something that I, you know, I'm not completely sure what's going to happen. Um, and that's, that's part of the reason why I love it so much. No, I, I agree with that. There's definitely, there's always a new adventure. Sunset never looks the same. Sunrises don't look the same. There's always new animals out there to encounter, um, you know, and, and, and always more mountains to, to go and climb. Um, you know, that's one of the things that kept me out here in the West is, you know, I, I posted something today that was like, Oh, Utah sucks. Don't ever move here. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but in all reality, you know, that it's kept me here. Cause I was, I, and I've said this multiple times on the podcast, I was on the verge of moving back home to North Carolina where I'm from. Um, I don't have really any family out here except for my mom and, uh, and my stepdad. And other than that, I, I don't have family out here. So um, I came out here to go to college and then fell in love with the outdoors after my mission, um, my LDS mission that I served down in Mexico. And it just, it's, it's a whole different world. And if I, you know, and I've brought Brent up quite a few times in, in the podcast as well. If I had never met him, I'd be in North Carolina. I'd probably be in physical therapy school right now in North Carolina and uh, not as active and definitely not a hunter like I am now. Um, so, you know, it, it's crazy how the the allure of the outdoors, especially out West, is just something about it that you can even go down the same draw two days in a row and you'll see different that you or sometimes you won't see anything. 
Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you brought up another, another really important aspect to me that I love about it is it's the camaraderie and the relationships that you build. Like there's a lot of people that can go spend five days all by themselves hunting, not my style. And it's not because <laughs> I'm scared. It's not because I'm nervous to be out there, but it's fun to experience those experiences with somebody else. And so that's another big part for me. Like the relationship I have with my dad, a lot of it I owe because of, you know, the outdoors and the hunts and the things we did together. He's an accountant, he's a CPA. So he has a lot of, you know, he's super busy and has his busy season, a lot of hours, but I always knew I could rely on fall time to go and spend that one-on-one time with my dad or with my brother coming out with us and, and just kind of have those experiences together. And so that's another big part for me is why I love it. That's funny because my best friend, he's a CPA as well. Oh really? <laughs> what is it with CPAs and yeah, it's funny. So my dad, my dad's a CPA, my brother's an accountant as well. And it's the one class in college that I had to retake. Everything else I was getting straight A's. I, and it's yeah. like, okay, well, obviously, like that must have skipped me genetic wise. So <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't be I couldn't be an accountant. Yeah, my wife's the accountant in the family. I'm the spender, I'm the ideas guy, and she's like the she's the accountant behind the scenes. And yeah, I, I it just flies over my head. Um Awesome. But that, that's, that's cool, man. Uh, so, and then, you know, you grew up in the outdoors. Did you grow up in with any kind of fitness other than obviously the, you know, whatever you guys did outside? Um, did you grow up with any kind of fitness regimen? Did you play sports? Um, yeah, I, I played sports. I played basketball for a lot of years. Um, I played football for a lot of years and then I, snowboarding i love snowboarding um and then anything outdoors like canoeing whitewater rafting fishing hiking backpacking um my mom what's interesting is you know I, I was sharing a little bit about my dad's side of the family my mom's side of the family they also have quite a bit of siblings there's eight siblings over there and my grandma she's super passionate about the outdoors and she, when i when i was growing up she would put on what we called the grandma hike and literally all grandkids eight years and older, we would literally do like a three to four night backpacking trip. And she was the one like leading the helm. So wow. I got exposed to that, like hiking pat, like upper Palisades. I was doing that when I was eight years old That's um, awesome. with a backpack hiking in with my grandma. And so, um, you know, that was another thing that, you know, probably another reason why I love the outdoors so much. I got exposed to it from both sides. Um, but yeah, honestly, just like a lot of different sports, I wasn't great at any of them, but I could play all of them and I, I liked them. So <laughs> yeah. that was kind of what I did for fitness. I wasn't a gym junkie. Um, I just tried to stay active doing all that kind of stuff. I'm trying to be more proactive with the gym now just because, you know, I don't have those sports playing on a regular basis. And so got a little tiny gym here in Shelly called Anytime Fitness. And that's where I go put my reps <laughs> in. <laughs> yep, there you go. Yeah, it's funny because, you know, all those things, If I if I could line up my life the way that I would want to, if money wasn't a, a factor, you know, it would be fitness based on outdoors activity, but it just takes a lot of time. Right. Yeah. And, and as an adult, as you know, someone with a job or helping run multiple companies, launching a company, having a family, you don't have the time where you can just go off for three or four hours every day and go skiing, hiking, backpacking for three or four days. Like those are now, they become more trips and special mm -hmm. occasions. Um, but I, I agree, you know, I love the idea of if you could do your fitness outside, cause that's what, I mean, that's what we were meant to do as human mm -hmm. beings. 
and all the gym movements are just kind of like compacting all those movements that you would do, whether working on a farm or being a hunter, gatherer, whatever, compacting that into 45 minutes to an hour. Um, it's just, I wish there was more, but you got to get it all in during that time. Right. So all in is, yeah, all, I know. Right. Every time I say it now, I think of the little red circle, like that's just that you, it works, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what it, that's what it means. Right. Like mm-hmm. that's one thing, like, I hope that, you know, even if it's one person that we inspire to like whatever aspect of life it is, just like you mentioned, like if it's fitness and health, like if that's the, the, the area in your life you want to improve, like go all in, in that area. Right. And move and act mm-hmm. uh, with, with all your, your heart right and, and do it in that area and so that's like i mean that's what that's that's what the company that's what that's what we're about over here <laughs> going all in all right on that note real quick we're gonna do a brief intermission right here in the middle i don't know what it's called officially but either way i just wanted to give a shout out to the crew Redbeard's fit crew uh that i a group that i created on facebook uh, go check out the link down below or just go look it up if that's what you'd prefer on facebook it's Redbeard's fit crew. No, you don't have to have a red beard. No, you don't have to be extremely fit. You just have to want to enjoy your life more, to enjoy fitness more, to find out how it can be more simple, uh, find a good group of individuals around you in your local area that maybe you can go on hikes with and just enjoy spending time with, meet their families if you have families uh, and go do some fun adventures and just make fitness simple, right? That's what we're there for. We want to make it sustainable and simple for you. So go check out Redbeard's Fit Crew. I'd love to have you over there. Uh, you're welcome to join. And uh, we'll get back to your regular programming here with Nathan from All In. <laughs> yeah, no, I love it. Because that's, you know, again, going back to what I was mentioning earlier, I want people to, like, some people are like, well, what what gym should I join? Or, you know, they reach out to me. Hey, what fitness, uh, you know, regimen do you follow? And I'm like, honestly, I, like, I love people coming and working out with me, but they probably are a little confused because I don't have a book written down. Like <laughs> I go in and and I, I've been doing it since before high school. So I know what my body, like what I need to do. Yeah. Um, but, you know, for some people, it's just going out and going for a 45 minute walk. Some people over like a lot of people overlook the idea of just getting outside and walking, turning off the phone for 30 to 45 minutes or even putting in maybe a nice podcast like this one. Or, <laughs> or, uh, or whatever. I haven't ruined calming. the podcast yet. Is that what you're saying? I haven't ruined it yet. Right. <laughs> it's still a nice podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like turning it on and going for a walk, soaking up the rays, not being on social media. Uh, if you have kids playing with your kids at the park, not being the, the parent that sits on the bench and, and, you know, reads through Instagram or scrolls through Instagram while your kids are playing and screaming for you to, to come push them on the swing, you know, um, and it's super simple. It doesn't have to be go join a CrossFit gym and because then become the next CrossFit champion. Um, doesn't have to be become the next snowboarding champion, but go out and do something that is is you know simple that you can do on a daily basis to just get yourself more active. Um, and that's all you know. That's all I want for people. Um, and surrounding yourself with people that have that mentality, it's going to do nothing but help you, right? Like if you have a hard time getting off your phone, well, try to follow you know, the right platforms that are going to inspire you to get up and and do some Mm -hmm. of those things, right? Like find the right podcast, find the right, you know, there's lots of people on there. They're always, you know, pushing health and fitness and different things like that. Like find the ones that I follow some entrepreneur pages and they'll just put like quotes and stuff out there. And, you know, sometimes it's like, that's all I need to be like, get off my phone. Let's get (laughs) back to work. Mm -hmm. Right. 
And so um, that's like one of the pros about social media too, is, is you can surround yourself with, with people with similar mindsets or companies with similar mindsets and it can help you accomplish some of those goals. So it's pretty sweet. No, yeah, definitely for sure. And, you know, on top of that, um, you know, so I, I talk about four main things, you know, faith, family, fitness, and the outdoors, right? So we brought up, you know, your family and, and I, I want to say we talked about it. Maybe we talked about this before the podcast, but you mentioned how your wife was able to hold down the fort with three kids being 39 weeks pregnant while you're going out and doing this launch, right? Mm -hmm. That's something as well. That's, you know, obviously there's, there's a bond there between you and her to where she's willing to support you in this endeavor. She sees that, that light in your eyes. She sees you getting up in your underwear and doing drawings (laughs) and how passionate you are. And then she's, she wants to do that. It, it, I can guarantee you that wasn't easy. I get frustrated with my kids at home. Sometimes I'm just in here working. They forget I'm working because they see my computer screens up <laughs> and they see me on my phone and they think I'm just playing on my phone. Right. But I have to remind them, Hey guys, like, I know it's your summer break, but I'm working. You get my lunch break. I know I'm exactly gonna... how that is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're like, but dad, this and dad, that I'm like, look, unless you're bleeding or you're hurt or like when you go to the hospital, you guys will survive. We've got so many toys. You don't even know what to do with them. Um, but, uh, but so the family aspect of it, how, you know, again, bringing up your wife being super supportive, how has your family, um, fed into this, uh, even more than what we've already talked about, maybe something else that, that has come up for you, um, you know, that brings the family into this idea of all in. Yeah. I wish I could just pull her in and, and have her, uh, talk on, on that part of it, but, um, <laughs> Yeah. So obviously what's, what's super funny is I guess not funny, but five years ago, I said, I joined that other startup. And at that time, um, you know, I had actually a really good job offer that was going to be, you know, working for a corporate business, um, really good salary, great benefits, Southeast Idaho, where we're from. And that offer was like sitting on the table, right? Right. When I was trying to make that decision to go join that startup. And, um, you know, if it wasn't for my wife saying like, whatever, you know, her trusting me and, and us making the decision together, like I probably would just taken that job and I probably wouldn't be here today, to be honest, where I am now. And so I took the leap with her five years ago where we kind of left that security, went to the foreign lands of Utah and, um, you know, lived there for three years trying to build that business. We finally got to a position where the business is doing great financially. We started to pay ourselves a, you know, a better salary. We were just about to get health insurance through the company. And then, Hey babe, by the way, I have this other idea and I want to start pursuing it full time. Now, remember we did five years ago, like, (laughs) let's do it again. And it wasn't even like a little hesitation. She was just like, I'm all in. (laughs) No, she's like, she's like, she's like, I'll do it. Like, let's do it again. And um, part of it, obviously we, you know, we love each other quite a bit, but a big part of it is, you know, we are Christians. We're we're very faith driven. We believe in God, and um, we've had that bond together. And we just believe in, you know, if we're doing the necessary things now, you know, good things are going to come down the road. There's going to be bumps. There's going to be obstacles, but that belief that we have together in each other and in God, like that's that's played a big aspect to 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 where we've gotten today. So, yeah, and I I love how you tied that in. You know. And I say to people all the time, it doesn't have to be that you're Christian when I say faith. Um, but I I relate with that, obviously being LDS. Um, it's it's a big deal, you know, to to believe in God, to know that 
that you had that faith one first that you had that dream, right? You, you might call it a vision dream, whatever people may call it. Um, but you acted on it. Like you could have let that, you could have been like, ah, I was just playing with Legos. Like, you know, it was just whatever, you know, I was just kind of wanting to do something. It's me getting antsy and wanting to do something new. Um, instead you went and actually put it on paper and, and you went and acted on it again, going back to all in the meaning of it, you moved, you, you acted on what you saw in that vision or that dream for this company, this product that you were going to produce. And, you know, the fact that you had built up, and this is key for a lot of guys out there. And I'm, it's something that I'm definitely working on, but it's become easier for my wife to support me in this endeavor with the podcast and, and all the adventures and, and places that I go just at this point um, in the brand, because she sees how one, how passionate I am, but two, that there's actual uh, productivity behind it. You know, mm -hmm. I guarantee you that first time was probably not nearly as easy for your wife as the second time, because you had that job sitting right there. And if, if she's anything like my wife, that security blanket is a big deal for, mm -hmm. for most wives, for most women um, and most people in general. But, but the fact that she was able to just jump in with you on the second endeavor or however many there had been before that, she knew that you were going to follow through with it. And so for the people out there listening, don't just think your wife should just, you know, support you in whatever you do. You also have to have that action behind it to show her that you're going to follow up on it. You're not just going to leave her out to dry when this thing doesn't happen because you didn't do what you were supposed to do. And now you guys don't have any financial backing and your kids, you know, the, the women generally worry more about the kids than the men do. Uh, you know, those sort of things are all going through her mind. So you obviously backed up your words and your ideas with action and, and that, that interdynamic that um, I'm, I'm looking for the word here, but basically you guys work together as a team and she, she could support you better because she knew you were going to follow through with what she wanted. Yeah, no, absolutely. That, that's what faith is all about, right? It's about moving. It's, it's an, it's definitely an action word. It's not, not just some, it's not just a noun or a pronoun. It's, it's literally a verb. And, and, and one of the, one of the, uh, phrases that's mentioned in the scriptures is is I of faith and literally that's uh in my opinion if I were to define that that's having a vision or an idea on something that you see that's possible but then actually taking steps moving and acting to help that dream become a reality yep and um when that happens it's it's a pretty cool thing to watch um and yeah, my wife reminds me every day too. Like, hey, remember this? You know, this idea of yours. It came from above. It wasn't yours. And she's mm -hmm. she's so good. She's very, yeah, very very faith driven. And I I'm I'm super grateful for that. And so, yeah, the the moms, man, just I don't want to say it's the most underrated, but it's the most like, what's the word? Not forgotten. mentioned. Like, I mean, it, it's forgotten. yeah, like forgotten job force in the world and in my opinion it's the hardest and most important job force out there like we we have our things and and you know our work obviously plays a key role it's definitely a partnership and you've got to be able to provide and hopefully um you know you feel like you're working a job that is fulfilling and you're making a difference and 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 what what i've learned is when you're when you're actually pursuing something from a from 
from our standpoint, something that you feel is rewarding, you actually usually treat your wife and your family so much more better. And you're all like everybody succeeds together. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I mean, the women in our lives, man, <laughs> couldn't do it without them for sure. Yep, exactly. No, I, I agree 100%. Um, great. Well, we've hit on all the topics that I wanted to hit on before we got back to the product, unless you have something else you want to mention. No, I probably cool. talked too much already. So no, I, I love it, man. I love it. Um, so here, you know, the box I, I heard, you know, I was looking at the, the review a little bit from, um, shed crazy. Uh, you guys were talking about the install and, uh, and he talked about how it felt like an iPhone box opening, right? You uh-huh. don't have an iPhone, do you? I don't have an iPhone, but the Android box is open pretty similar. <laughs> but look, I'm, I'm, rep, I'm representing. Look, I've got my Apple, my Apple AirPods right here. So there you go. Experience. Yeah, yeah, it's ex- exactly the same. It's got that satisfaction there. So we were mentioning this before, um, you know, about about this card and explaining the company a little bit. I love that a lot. Um, I went through and read that, and then you know, here in the box, you get your your cover. And then this piece is what goes on the scope, right? Correct yes. me on any of this stuff if I if I mess up here. But the uh, this piece here is just pressure fit, right? That's right. So this needs to go at the top, the symbol. Yeah. Right? So it's it's built it's built specific for the optic you ordered it for, and it's got that logo icon, and that logo icon is to indicate the orientation. So. If you're looking at your spotter straight up and down like this, you want that logo pointing straight up. And then that's what's going to allow you to get that center fit every time you put your phone on, whether you put your phone on vertical or you put your phone on horizontal. Should I do it with the eyepiece all the way out or all the way in? All the way in. All the way in. All in. All in, right? (laughs) I will say this is, I'm actually glad you asked that question. So on the angled scopes, like the one he's holding and the one I'm having, um, all the way in works super good in the sense that you'll be able to get this orientation, which is straight up and down. And then you'll also be able to get the horizontal orientation up and down. Some of the straight spotting scopes, because you don't have that downward uh, like momentum or pressure, um, sometimes that eyepiece can spin. And so if you are straight up and down, um, you could spin it all the way out to prevent that to start. Um, if you've got one of the straight spotters, if you're filming it, horizontal you're not going to run into it because that's actually spinning the opposite direction the phone's pulling the opposite direction um but yeah that's one we're gonna we're gonna launch a video and talk about that for the straight spotters it's with every digiscoping adapter like people that have straight spotters have experienced it because you know you don't have that momentum pushing down on it so the eyepiece right. likes to spin um but yeah on that one you just put it straight up and down like that cool so that's what it'll look like it's pretty i mean super simple to go on guys um and it's just a pressure fit. I mean, you saw me, I just pushed it in with my hand there. Let's see. Okay. And I already got the case on. I've got the one of one here. Heck yeah, man. Red, Red Beard Outdoors, Outdoors version. Go, go all in on Red Beard Outdoors. <laughs> there we go. There we go. So, it. I mean, it's super simple, guys. Like, it really does just snap on like that. Right? That simple. And then if you pull it that way, yep. So, you'll probably want to put it the other direction. If you're filming that way, right? There you go. Cause then it's gonna spin. There yeah. you go. Then it's gonna it's gonna keep that tight. There we go. So That's yeah, good. it'll just yeah. So if this is your spotting scope, boom, without twisting, undoing your 
adapter, anything at all, you get center fit both directions. And that's one of the things I love about it because, you know, sometimes you're moving so quick that you're in your mind, you're actually not thinking which orientation do I need to put this on. And the nice thing is the way we designed it is you're going to get a center fit either either direction. Yeah, if you can see that. So on the iPhones, and I, I've noticed this with other ones, uh, other digiscopers out there, is that you will get it lined up, but the iPhone likes to auto adjust. And so you'll you'll get the one camera lined up and then it'll pop to one of the other three cameras. And so you'll be looking like the one camera is lined up with the scope, but the other camera's lined up with the grass behind the scope. And so you're looking at the grass now. Like, and there's no, unfortunately, maybe iPhone will come out with this, but you can't just like click between which camera you're you're wanting to use. And so I mean the, the case, guys, is super slim. Super, super slim. I mean, this is so this is my normal phone case with a little magnetic thing on the back for iPhones. But I mean, you see how slim that is. And I think this one's even thinner than my own case, to be honest with you. But anyway, it's super, super slim, guys. And there's only just that little bit right there that sticks out right there. It's yeah, not we tried to make, at all. Yeah, we tried to make all those edges super rounded. And I think the important thing to point out about that is going back to the key pain point we were trying to solve with our adapters. And it's when you're out there, whether you're bird watching, you're scouting for big game animals or you're hunting, you see wildlife that's moving. You want to be able to record as quickly as possible. And that that challenge that you brought up that, you know, sometimes with other adapters, it was focusing on different things. Part of that was because you weren't getting that center alignment right away. Mm -hmm. And so I think you're going to run into that a lot less with this because when your phone instantly smacks on there, the camera that's going to be focusing is that one that it's centered around on your on your adapter. So yeah. um, that should help solve a lot of the, a lot of those problems. And literally within a second, you can be recording. Yeah. And it's got a good good texture here on the side, guys. I mean, I know some people worry about that. I don't like too slick on the mm -hmm. side because my phone will fly out on my hands. So it's got good texture on the side. Again, it's super thin um fits with glass i think i've got a little glass thing around it so it fits great with the, the glass protector um i mean i can't really see anything that i don't like about this case i love how i really do love how slim it is because i do i like the slim but protective phone cases i'm not an otterbox guy um yeah. some people are i'm not i'm not one of those guys um that's pretty cool i i really do like that a lot and you guys saw again how simple it was to show you again you're gonna go this way it just clicks on and if you're going to go vertical slaps on i mean it's that's it right yeah. super simple guys um and then let's see this is this for the uh the protective cap the protective cap okay oh yeah there we go so yeah feed in so here. you know the way we we wanted to design it is built in a way that you can just always keep it on your spotting scope and so even with the adapter that you were showing, like it's got a soft rubber finish right here. So it feels good against the skin. The hole is cut out like much bigger than your actual glass piece. So that when you're putting this next to your eye, you can still see through the spotting scope, like you're looking through your spotting scope. Yep. That's exactly right. Yeah. And then you're on the move, ready to go again. There's this magnetic cap that goes over the top, keeps dirt, debris, and water 
away from that lens so that you can just always keep it on there. And then obviously I know what it's like hunting and hiking, walking through thick brush. We included a tether so that if something happens and it snags it off, it does, you don't lose your kit. You've got that tether right. that you can keep on there. So that's awesome. It's really cool. I mean, it, it really is that simple. I mean, this, you know, this, this case, this is magnetic as well. I, I don't know if you guys caught that when he was, when Nathan was mentioning it, but it really is. It just clicks. You can hear it click on. And the best right. way to take that off is if you twist it to the right now, you'll feel it disengage. Oh. See how it disengages the magnets? Because then you're not putting pressure. Because it's literally, it has like an eight pound pull. So for your yeah. listeners, you've got those big S22s or your big iPhone 13 Pro Maxes. Like it's literally got an eight pound pull in those magnets. So you're not going to have any issues of the, the thing falling off when you're when you're using it. But at the same time, because it's magnetic, you can also take it off super easy. And so... Yeah, to disengage the magnets, you just you, you disengage them, you can twist it to the right and you'll feel it disengage and then it comes right off. When you try to pull it straight, like you can feel that force. Like if you didn't have yeah. first form supplements, you couldn't get that thing off. <laughs> it's that protein. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, that it does, it is pretty. I mean, that I'm putting some good pressure on that, guys, for that to come off. So twisting it, it definitely comes off a lot easier. Yeah. It yep. can hang there. And there's no threads or anything. So don't get confused when we say twisting that they're like threading or unthreading anything. It's just simply just to disengage those magnets. Smooth. So, yep. Yep. And then, and then one and last. Put it on this way and it'll, it'll go either horizontal or straight, but that's it. Like it'll push, it's pushing against me right now if I don't have it lined up. So that's awesome. And one last little feature that not a lot of people know about that we add on here too. So if for some reason, so we've got magnets in here that help with the orientation. Then on top of the magnets, we added this small alignment ring. So you can see right here, um, this embossed ring that goes around there. There's a debossed ring that goes on your optic. And between the magnets and those rings, that's what helps you guarantee that center fit. So even if like Jonathan were trying to put on like crooked, it's going to pull it center. So if you ever drop your phone. Yeah, I'm going to put it try and put it on crooked here it's not it's not connecting yeah. it's actually it's doing that thing where magnets like push off each other until yeah. it's good oh yeah there you go see how it just pulls it into center and then to get it off you can just twist it and so if you ever drop man my lighting's bad but if you ever drop the foam piece you know in the dirt and mud and you get anything in that alignment ring mm -hmm. on the cap right where you hook the tether on there's actually a little knob and that knob is actually built and designed to fit perfectly in that alignment ring. So if you ever need to clean it out, you can actually take that cap off and use that little knob to clean out dirt and mud around that ring in your phone. Let's see where where's that at again? In right here. there in the bottom of the right here in the bottom of the sorry, I'm not right here that you see the little circle. Can you feel how there's like a little bump on that? Oh yeah. Yeah, it's kind of hard to see in the camera, but there's a little bump right there, and that's actually designed to fit perfectly inside of that ring. So if you ever need to clean it out, you have something when you're out there. Huh. Yeah, see, some people, and I would have thought that's just one of those where the plastic comes together. So that's a, <laughs> no, it was purposely cool. designed for that. Of course. Believe it or not, I got my phone muddy when I was doing some earlier prototypes. And I was like, that's man, awesome. I need something to clean it with. So I don't yeah. think I've heard you mention that on any on any other, other podcasts I've heard. So that's... That's cool. Yeah, we only mentioned that to the Red Beard Outdoors, you know, like <laughs> the ones that are really going to beat their crap up. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's awesome. 
Cool. Is there anything that I haven't brought up about it um, before I get into some questions that I've had some some people ask me that wanted to know from you? Um, other? No, okay, cool. I, I don't think so. I think you covered it super good. So, um, and then this, after the first 3,500, this is going to be a different, it's going to be the... It'll be, it'll be Brandon all in. Yeah. Cool. So when Sweet. you guys receive the package now, like the product's still going to work exactly the same. It's just going to be rebranded packaging just because we, we move forward with the company name all in. Sweet. Um, and so, yeah, I guess the one last thing that I'll mention is the cool thing about this design too, is like Jonathan and I, like we rock completely different phones and completely different optics and it's all universal. So like my phone will fit on his spotting scope, his phone will fit on my spotting scope and still give you that alignment. And we've had a lot of customers that have bought like one optics kit and like two phones because they hunt mm. with a buddy or a son or a daughter and they have different phones. And so now they can all rock it on the same one and people have loved that about it. So, yeah, so, and you mentioned this too, and another one that I was listening to where you were always the videographer, but when it came for people to video you, no one was videoing you, right? <laughs> Wasn't that the, that was actually, so that was Casey, Casey Harbison. Yeah, that was Casey. Okay. That was in the Kafaru podcast. That, yeah. Yeah. launched and yeah casey's like yeah i was the one that was always filming because nobody else could get their digiscoping adapter set up and that's me like i go back through the pictures and videos from tack i'm like all right so i've got him him her him him, him. where's my stuff like <laughs> i always have to ask people i'm like hey you guys getting this like because i'm usually the and i only do it with my phone right but um, I can, I can only imagine that would be the same. So when I go hang out with Preston mountain physio, as you guys out there may know him. Um, but when I go hang out with Preston and his fancy Suaro, I can hook mine on to his Suaro and he can hook his onto my vortex. Yep. That's exactly right. That's yep. awesome. So the magnets are interchangeable. It's just the eyepieces because you want that compression fit. They're, they're yeah. specific to, okay, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Well, I love that. So I just have a couple quick questions here before we hop off just from uh, okay. listeners. And then I had one or two as well. Um, first yeah. off, I want to know, are you planning on, cause there's people out there um, like previous to this where I didn't have a spotter cause I always use my friend's spotter. Um, mm -hmm. And now I've got my own spotting scope uh, that just have binos or people that are, you know, more Eastern people. There's a lot of them that don't have spotters cause you don't need it. You can only see so far through the woods. Are you guys planning on coming out with a binocular hookup potentially? Yep. Yes. Yeah. So we're going to be launching some binoculars, uh, binocular adapters, and also several other spotting scopes. Um, pushing really hard to launch some kind of that November, December timeline before the Sweet. holidays. Um, but yeah, all in the works. I've got prototypes literally all over my office for those other types of optics. Um and same thing, it's going to be compression fit. You're going to be able to connect it on there. If you want to take it off, it's as easy as just pulling it off. You don't have to unscrew anything. And so it'll be a very similar design. Um, so you can have that universal aspect to it. Um, but yeah, absolutely. More in the works. We just, we bootstrapped a lot of this. So had to launch with a select few. And now thanks to oh, everybody yeah. that's buying it, we're going to be able to expand honestly faster than, than I anticipated too. So that's, that's exciting. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And that's cool because again, you know, there's, that's kept a lot of people out of the digiscoping market is not having that bino. And I was there, you know, when I didn't have my buddy, like when he was off with his phone and I just had the spotter, I'm sitting there like with my phone, like trying to, you know, get it lined up right and getting the crappy footage, or he has to leave his phone with me 
or, you know, I'm in my binos, like trying to hold it in my shaky arm after holding it for a while and get my phone, you know, trying to make the shakes line up. Um, you know, that that's kind of where I've been. And so that's something that's super interesting to me is the, the binocular market. Um, people that don't either want to invest in a spotter, but still want to get Digiscope because maybe they have the good binoculars and that's what they can afford is just one good set of binoculars. Um, I think that'll open the market for a lot of people as well. So I think that's cool. That's awesome. Absolutely. Um, let's see here. So that's more for my review personal. So I had some people asking questions for like comparing different, uh, companies here. Uh, let's see support. Oh, iPhone mini. You guys coming out with, you said other phones as well. Is the iPhone mini on the list? Yeah, it is on the list now. Uh, in full transparency, I did not realize how popular some of those minis were going to be. So yeah. yeah, I actually, yeah, I talked, I've got my, my manufacturers are shipping me some mini cases right now so we can get some stuff assembled. And then with this next, next batch of optics, I'm hoping to have, you know, the 13 minis, the 12 minis, um, and then the 14 will probably be out by then too. So Sweet. yeah, hoping to have those ready. Right now we have quite a bit of phones ready, like the newest iPhone 13s all the way down to the iPhone X or 10. Hmm. And then the newest Samsung S22s all the way down to the S10. Uh, we just didn't launch with the mini. Well, and that's cool too. Like, so <laughs> just thinking about the idea of, you know, there's been other digiscoping companies out there that you have to buy a new case with a new phone. You have to buy the whole setup for a new, every time you get a new phone. And so that either keeps people from getting a new phone and the better quality camera every couple of years um, when they upgrade or having to spend the extra money to get the whole setup. Um, whereas here you just keep your good spotter or in the future, your good set of binos and you just upgrade the case. Just like you, I mean, you have to buy a yeah, phone case anyway, when you buy a new phone, right? Yeah. So you're just buying a phone case with the extra magnets and capability of, you know, taking it out to the woods with you. So, um, that's awesome. I, I think that's, oh, that's yeah. an overlooked thing as well. Yeah. People above that. I've had some people that literally like, I want to buy this right now, but I might upgrade my phone in two months. I'm like, dude, buy it now. And then when you upgrade, you don't have to buy the whole kit again. Yeah. You know, you spend exactly. 20, 30 bucks, you got a new case and you're good to go. And that was one of the things that I was also trying to accomplish with this. And that's why, like, you know, some of the listeners are probably asking, you know, why it's priced, you know, at a premium price. And, Number one, we're trying to position ourselves as a premium product in the space with yeah. the whole experience from the unboxing, just like Jonathan showed, to the packaging, to um, the experience when you're actually using it. And over the long run, it's actually not super far off from other competitors when you take that into consideration where when you upgrade your phone, you don't have to buy the whole kit again. Right. And so over a span of two to three years, however, you up, however often you upgrade your phones, you're sitting almost the same price point, a little bit more, but almost the same price point as if you were buying that one over and over again. And for the cases themselves, about how much does this just the case run approximately? Yeah. So we've got them retail at $39.99, but oh, that's we have codes. Yeah, we've got codes that are 10% off. And, and so people, like I said, right around 30 bucks. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and guys like this, isn't just a cheapo, like silicone case either. I don't think I showed that, but there's texture to it. Almost like wood. It's almost like a black wood, but I mean, it's obviously not wood, right? It and is. Wood, got that... Oh, it is wood. Oh yeah. It's it's yeah. There's plastic and wood. So it's got a, it's got plastic and wood on top. We kind of wanted to give that like outdoor feel to it. So yeah. it's got that wood. Um, I like it. So it's like a, yeah, it's like a kind of a cool looking black wood. Yeah. Well, that's sweet. And then, like I said, the grippy texture on the outside and just how thin it is. That's awesome. Um, 
and then I had one guy ask uh, most of these questions that I got were uh, to do a review uh, comparison, but um, this one here, uh, tips and tricks for the first time Digiscoper. Um, I'm just going to say it here, just get the all in because it's so easy. Like <laughs> There's no tips and tricks. You just push it on and then you just magnetize it. That's it. That's all you got to do. <laughs> yeah, it's funny you bring that up because when I was testing some of these earlier prototypes, um, I had a buddy come over and I had spotting two spotting scopes set up on my table. I had my other digiscoping adapter that I've been using the past sitting there. And then I had this like prototype sitting there and I said, Hey, like put this one on. I want to see how long it takes. So he was working with the other one, you know, twisting stuff on, screwing stuff mm -hmm. on. I had my three and a half year old daughter walk by with my phone and literally three and a half year old, awesome. she puts it on the scope and it's like working. And it like, you know, it's really, it's really that easy. Like, it's just like, and you're there. <laughs> I would say the only difficult piece would be um, just, you just need to know how to focus your spotting scope, which, you know, you yeah. twist the knobs here and there, depending on where you're trying to go further or, or closer. Um, just once you got that dialed in and then you got the adapter on, you just slap it on. I mean, that's, that's really simple. I mean, there's really not any tips and tricks to digiscoping. Click, yeah, click the can, record button. You, yep. <laughs> if you can click the record button, you can digiscope with the all in system. Yeah. It's, it's that simple. And yeah, sometimes there's two ways to focus when you put it on. A lot of times the nice thing about the phones, when you get the center fit, it'll actually autofocus. Mm -hmm. um, if it doesn't tap your screen, that's one way to focus it where you can just adjust your, your spotting scope, just like you would, if you're looking through your eye, trying to focus yeah. it. But yeah, most of the time, like if you look a lot of these videos that are getting posted on our um, social platforms, like these are people just sending them to us like raw, like uncut, no edits, like what you're seeing in the video is literally what's happening. And so you'll see them slap it on and you'll see the camera focus. Mm -hmm. And that's with them not doing anything, just putting it on and hitting record. So it's pretty yeah. cool. That is awesome. Well, that's all the questions that I had that didn't have to do with comparisons and reviews, which, you know, I, I don't really have anything else to compare it with yet. Um, but I'm, I'm really excited to, to be honest with you about this product. I, I love you. the idea that you've got with the company. Um, I love that, you know, one, it's simple, it's interchangeable with future phones. You've thought about that. Um, you're adding to the market. Um, I mean, I don't really have any suggestions that, that I can think of. I, it's an awesome product. So I'm excited to go out this weekend and try it out um, and, and get some elk in my, in my spotter and get ready for three weeks from now, or I guess two weeks from now, you will be up chasing elk and deer. So, crazy. It's already here, huh? Yeah. Yeah. It's really wow. crazy. So um, great. Do you have anything else that you want to leave with the listeners, the, the audience? No, I just really appreciate you taking some time bringing me on Jonathan hopefully I, I I don't bore your listeners too much but yeah anybody that tunes in we really appreciate it and maybe we'll get a maybe we'll get a code maybe we'll get a code put together for you John so you can offer your Sweet. listeners 10 percent off and, and free shipping too so um I'll get something sent over to you so you can add that at the end of this when we're all done awesome there we go guys you heard it here first uh I'm gonna leave that just like I do any other links I've got down below so you don't have to memorize them um and Thanks again, Nathan, for your time. I know you're a busy, man. Yeah. I really appreciate it. I'm stoked Absolutely. for your product and uh, we'll be in contact. Thanks for coming on. And uh, like I always say, guys, get out, live your life and love it. All right. I hope you enjoyed that conversation as much as I enjoyed having it. It was just a great time chatting with Nathan and figuring out how he came about creating this product. Again, like I said at the beginning, I love 
talking to people that find a problem and then go and figure out a solution rather than sitting back and complaining about it and whining about it like a lot of people do. So go check out allin.co. I will leave the links down below. You guys can save a little bit of money uh, with code REDBEARD and go order your uh, digiscoping device and get out there in the field. Uh, You know, honestly, guys, it's, it's an awesome product from what I've tested so far. It clips on really fast. Uh, the case is super slim. It's not bulky and uh, just gets that center alignment perfect like what he was mentioning. So uh, look forward to future reviews uh, on that product. And then when I have an official review drop, I'm still testing out a few things. And uh, other than that, guys, hope you just have an amazing day. And of course, get out, live your life and love it.